I've seen a couple of TikToks online where influencers have a towel wrapped around and it doesn't fully close. And they say out loud, like, my goal is to be small enough to fit into the towel. And it's like, let's flip that narrative. Like, it's not your body. It's the towel. You're listening to Burnt Toast. This is the podcast about diet culture, anti-fat bias and parenting, but non-parents like it too. I'm Virginia Soul Smith. Today, I am chatting with Mary Carney, the founder of Towel, a size-inclusive towel brand that just launched earlier this year. Mary is an expert on fit with a background in luxury tailoring and bespoke clothing. Her work has been seen on many famous celebrities. So this past spring, the Towel Kickstarter raised over $72,000. And so Mary's new size-inclusive towels, they go all the way up to a 7X, are going into production now. I cannot wait to get mine. They come in white and green right now. They are super cute. They look so cozy. It's such a genius idea. And as you'll hear Mary and me discuss in a minute, a towel that doesn't wrap around your body is just such a classic example of anti-fat bias in action. It's exactly the kind of structural problem that would be so easy to solve if people just gave it a minute of thought and were willing and ready to name their bias. So Mary is doing that work. She's bringing such a genius solution to the market. Here's Mary, but first a quick break. Okay, it's time to read another of your podcast reviews. This is from St. Schwartz, who writes... This podcast is my better. I love so much about Virginia and all of the guests, but the highlight for me has to be the better at the end. Corinne's recommendation for leggings from Girlfriend Collective helped me end a years-long search for a sports bra. I trust all of their recommendations and so value this podcast. Thank you so much for that lovely review. I also adore the Girlfriend Collective sports bras. I'm wearing the Paloma right now. It is just the most comfortable thing. I wear it for all things, not just sporty things, especially since I don't do many sporty things. So I'm very delighted by your review. Butter is also my favorite segment. It's also harder than people realize to think of a good recommendation, like there's an art to it. So I appreciate you seeing that work. Thank you to everyone who takes a minute to rate and review the podcast. It is the best way to help other people find the show. If you haven't done it yet, it is so, so easy. Just make sure you're subscribed in your podcast player for free and then scroll down till you see the stars to tap and write us a little note. Thank you so much for supporting Burnt Toast. So I have worked in the fashion industry for over a decade and I've always been really entrepreneurial even since I was a kid. I'm a Leo and, you know, Leos can sometimes get a bad rep, but I'm very strong headed. And basically I got out of the shower last year and I had a towel and it didn't wrap around my body. And I was like, enough is enough. Someone has to fix this. And I was like, you know, this is a towel, something I use every single day. And I was standing there out of the shower and I was like, wow, like, you know, some of my towels are in the wash. Some of them are a little bigger. This one happened to be one from childhood, ironically. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't wrap around my body. And I know that I'm not the only one that experiences this. And so I thought in that moment, it was just like, I was set. I was like, I'm going to make towels. It should be pretty simple. Hindsight, it's not simple, <laughs> but it's been it really... It feels like it would be... It's one it, piece of fabric. It, like. Yes, it does, right? It's one piece of fabric. I was just like, why hasn't anybody done this? And so in that moment, honestly, I decided to name it Towel because I was like, 
It's so simple. It's an essential. It's pretty ironic as well that it is just one strip of fabric. And yet the one strip of fabric we have in our houses doesn't fit many bodies. And so towel basically was conceived. And my first step was because I really love designing and branding as I built an Instagram and I kind of just started to build community. And what I realized Mm -hmm. is that when I built this Instagram, there was actually so many more people that were resonating with this idea than I had even imagined. And at that point, I think it just became more than even about towels. It's like, this is a community And these people deserve more in terms of access and essentials and clothing. And for me, working in the fashion industry, I've, you know, seen small brands trying to start. And for me, it was like a towel is just one item to focus on. And I was like, I think I can do that well. And so I'm trying to do it well. And yeah, here we are. So Basically, in this past spring, we just successfully funded a Kickstarter, which is amazing. We have 695 backers. Oh, that's awesome. And we raised just over $72,000. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. And so now the towels are going into production? Yes. So basically, that round of funding was essentially to launch us into the industry, but also to get the production run started. I want Towel to be a lifestyle brand. And so there's many more items that, you know, we can expand on. Mm -hmm. But right now it's just towels. So yes, the production is happening. And we've had a couple bumps in the road, but I'm working with a great team to make it happen. And they will hopefully be here within a month. So Lots of things going on in the back end. So we are recording this at the end of July, and your episode's going to run in August or September. So as people are listening, the towels will either be here soon or may already be here. You are very close to realizing your towel dreams if you were someone looking for this kind of towel, which I definitely am. I mean, it's just, I can't even tell you how many like nice hotel towels are like a travesty, right? A travesty. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's such a simple item and it's in every house, you know, at the pool, at the Mm -hmm. spa. And it also, because, you know, they don't have it at the spa or they're not provided at the hotel, that makes people in larger bodies have to do more work when they enter those spaces, right? So it's like, they either have to bring a towel or they know that they're going to prepare themselves to be uncomfortable. So maybe they bring a robe. Mm-hmm. And I would love for one day where all bodies can go into spaces and they know that they're going to have a towel that's going to wrap around their body. And so they're able to have that comfort that everyone else yeah. has. Anytime I'm in a nice hotel and the towel does not wrap around me, I just think like, how much am I paying? And I can't dry myself. Like, this is ridiculous. It's- no. No, it's crazy. I used to do a lot of road trips with my family as a child from the Midwest. And I grew up with a dad who was in a larger body. And I just remember as a kid, we would bring our own towels for him or his Mm -hmm. robe, etc. And, you know, I think as a kid, I didn't quite understand it. And then when it came time, you know, growing through, you know, into teenage adulthood, you remember when 
your towel begins to not fit you. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. everyone deserves to have that experience of it fitting, right? There's so much emotions that go into it as well, because there's a lot of healing of child wounds, I think, in this brand as well for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hopefully for other people. I have a friend. She has one of my samples right now. And she told me that the first time she put it on, she like cried. And she said it was the only towel that she's ever had that's actually fit her. Wow. Wow. And God, that's so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this is something that it's not only for the fat community and people in larger bodies. It's for everyone because I want my children and your children to grow up knowing that like, their body is great and Mm -hmm. all bodies are good bodies, which is what Tao's mission is. I think just having that message kind of around the house is nice as well. Whether it's clothes or, you know, whatever it is, these things that we buy should fit our bodies. We shouldn't be feeling like our bodies don't fit into these spaces or fit into these things. And I think that's such an important shift to make. I've seen a couple of TikToks online where influencers have a towel wrapped around and it doesn't fully close. And they say out loud, like, my goal is to be small enough to fit into the towel. And it's like, let's flip that narrative. Like, it's not your body. It's the towel. Why do you have to meet the standards of this terry cloth? Yeah, Yeah. Like, let's just get better towels. And it's the same thing for jeans, pants, whatever. It's like, it's not your body. It's the clothes. So if the clothes don't fit, like, let's get new clothes, mm-hmm. alter them, figure out a way, you know, and I know that's not always accessible, but it's definitely not your body's fault. <laughs> what you're saying is really pretty radical because I think capitalism, retail, whatever it is, has sort of trained us as consumers to think we need to fit into what is being offered to us. You're really talking about something that would overhaul a lot of industries if the industry shifted to thinking, how are we making products that are inclusive for all people? Yeah, absolutely. Old Navy specifically is one that really comes to mind. I grew up in like a lower middle class. Old Navy was kind of like my bread and butter when I was a kid. Like I loved Old Navy. I wanted to wear, you know, their swimsuits in the summer and their bright, colorful campaigns and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I was really excited when their body diversity or was it their bod equality was the most recent version. Yeah. Yeah. When their equality campaign came out and I was super excited. I was like, wow, this is beautiful. And I went into the store and I tried on their pants and I was like, oh my God, these are terrible. Mm -hmm. And this is coming from someone who it's like, I will say like, I'm definitely more critical of fit than probably your, you know, everyday person, because I understand how clothing fits. I understand how they're made and the technical fit aspect, especially. So when I tried on my size, which I believe was an 18, and I had to go up, I think, to a 20 or a 22 for me to even zip them. I was Mm -hmm. like, something is wrong here. In that moment, it's like, wow, I'm standing in this dressing room. I'm already in a vulnerable place, as we are in dressing rooms. To be honest, like, I generally don't even go into dressing rooms anymore. I don't know if you do, but I buy my clothes online. I try them on at home and I return them. But this day I happened to be out and I was like, let me do it. And so I was in the dressing room and I think I had like five or six jeans and like none of them zipped up in my size, right? I'm saying that in Mm -hmm. air quotes because sizing is all just you know, 
it's all made up. All of it's made up. But the fact that they rolled out this campaign that was supposed to be accessible or, you know, they were saying like, we are including all people. And it's like, I know because my background's in design that it's not my body. It's actually the technical design and the pattern making was wrong. But people don't know that. Mm-hmm. They're going to go in. They're going to feel bad about themselves. Not only that, it's like even if they do fit, they're kind of uncomfortable. And anyways, at the end of it, this example, like we know that flopped and we all know what happened. And, you know, they ended up pulling a lot of the sizes off the floor. But it was like. I think that they ended up claiming that the community had failed them, but it was like, you failed us. We didn't have clothes. And not only that, we were in a space where it's like, you actually made us feel worse about ourselves because your sizing was incorrect. I just want to jump in quickly and say, you know, it's not that it's a problem to be like, I think of myself as an 18 and I'm in the 22. The problem is the person who's the 22 now needs the 24, and the 24 doesn't have a size in the store anymore, right? Like, that's the problem with needing a size. And the thing is, it's like, you know, when we have sizing standards, they're all made up, and it backdates, like, you know, even probably to, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. It's changed over time, and designers follow a standard. They follow their company standard, you know, just with, like, any family. It's kind of just, like, the company generationally changes, And there's certain brands where you're like, oh, I know that's not going to fit me. And that's because their size standard is not made for your body or et cetera, right? Well, there's also something that's called vanity sizing. Basically, vanity sizing is when they take a size that's traditionally a larger fit and they put a smaller label on it. And so with psychology, if you see the smaller size, you normally wear a bigger size. When you go to their store, you wear the smaller size they're using essentially fat phobia to make you feel bad about yourself to shop at their store. Right. And it happens all the time. And so it's hard because I know that I know the sizing, I know the pattern making, but I can't lie and say like, does it make me feel better? There's like this twinge of like this old thinking that when I fit a smaller size, there's like Mm -hmm. this, little bit of boost. And it's like, it's hard because a lot of that, it's like you're constantly deconstructing that. Yeah. There's a weird intersection too then of the vanity sizing, which is kind of training us all to think we wear smaller sizes than we do using air quotes because sizing, as you said, is all made up. But then combined with the fact that often in the plus size range, you're sizing up because they're claiming they've added these bigger sizes, but they haven't made them big enough. It's like vanity sizing in both directions or something. I don't know. It's making my brain hurt. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, and that gets into extended sizing versus plus sizing, right? And so extended sizing brands traditionally use like size medium or a median in their size range. Mm -hmm. And that's traditionally on a straight size model. And then they're going to grade the sizes up. So they're going to expand the sizes into plus sizing or their extended sizing air quotes again. And so that pattern is made off of a straight size body. Well, that doesn't work for the extended sizing. And so that's why when you go in and buy something that, you know, you think is your size, whether it be a 2X, 3X, but it fits much smaller, you know, 
it's because of that extended sizing. Mm -hmm. Whereas in brands, when they add in plus size, we can hope that they're going to be fitting on a range of bodies Mm -hmm. as well as plus size bodies. And hopefully, you know, their pattern making is going to get better. (laughs) Right, right. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Some brands are doing a much better job than others. And some brands really don't seem to be trying. I had Mia O'Malley on the podcast last year. She's a fat fashion influencer and just talks a lot about fat life in general. And she talked about how often when we get stuck in these bad body feelings and feeling really at war with our body, it can really help to step back and say, is my life comfortable for my body? And I think what you're doing with towel is a great example of that because it's really saying, do these things in my life support me? Does my chair at my desk fit my body? Does my car fit my body? Do my clothes fit, et cetera? I'd love to hear you talk about what else beyond towel, like what else do you want to tackle that comes up so often in this space? Yeah, so many things. I know you have mentioned chairs previously, and I would definitely love to eventually design a chair, but I think for now, I'm going to try and stick into the soft goods category. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I'd like to tackle is robes. Oh, great. I've never really had a robe that I'd like to wear. They're either like really silky and dainty and they feel kind of small and they always fall open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or really, I guess that's it. I think I tried to buy a robe once from Ikea and it was like their double XL and I think it still didn't fit me. But mm-hmm. here we are, right? So that is what I am going to tackle next is robes with the brand. And beyond that, I think coming back to sizing standards, it's like, I really would love to help like deconstruct the sizing system. Mm -hmm. There's so much that we can do as a community when we all come together. And there's definitely brands out there that are already tackling this. Like, I think Universal Standard does a really great job. They have all the sizes, their size chart shows their sizing versus standards that you see out Mm -hmm. in the world. And they don't break it up into categories either. I think that's another piece that I feel really is important is that people in larger bodies, we're already feeling othered because we can't go into certain stores. And so Mm -hmm. when it's like, yeah, and I think there's so many different terms and you know, identifications that we as a community have used to empower us. But I think in the terms of clothing now, as we know, the average American woman is a size 14, 16 or higher. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you're saying, oh, that's a medium, medium came because it was a medium size. Well, medium is not a medium anymore. Not the medium of anyone anymore, yeah. (laughs) Nope. So it's like, we need to, you know, kind of, chuck out the system and create a new system. And I think that's like a long line of work, but I would love to be a brand that like champions that and helps move the pendulum forward. That's amazing. Yes, we need this desperately. Can you do it tomorrow is my main question. (laughs) No pressure, Mary. Yeah, no, I would love to. And I think the thing too is really giving people the tools to learn about their sizing and to learn about fit. I grew up in the Midwest and I went to school in a really small town and like Walmart was the only thing. And so Mm -hmm. I was reading a statistic during the Kickstarter that was like, Walmart has like the largest plus size shopper, da, 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 da. And, you know, 
we could talk about Walmart and issues all day as like a mm-hmm. capitalistic company. But the thing is, it's like people shop at Walmart because they can. They shop at Walmart yeah. because they have clothes that fit them. Yeah. yeah. If other companies made clothes yeah. that fit us, we would buy them. I mean, I hear all the time from people who are like, I would spend the money, but there's nowhere to spend the money. Like there's not, you know, so figuring that out is absolutely huge. I just think it's so crucial to demystify sizing the way you're talking about it. We have such emotional attachments to these numbers without understanding how arbitrary they are. People don't really understand the process behind it and empowering people to think differently about sizing, like to sort of think more in terms of, yeah, knowing your measurements because it's going to help you read a size chart, but also having brands do that education just makes so much sense. It would take so much of the stress out of this. That's why at Towel, I decided to name our towels with style names rather than sizes because I saw that right now, you know, especially if you're shopping in a store, it's like it either says oversized towel or really large towel or extra large towel. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I live in this body. I get it. Like my body is larger or it's large. I exist. And it's also like, I think we just need to retrain our brains and give ourselves better opportunities to, you know, reform these habits, right? So, like, we have our Ava, Joni, and Gemma, and I like to correlate to explain that, yes, Ava is suggested fit up to 3X, Gemma suggested fit up to 7X, and Joni suggested fit up to 5x. So Mm. Ava, Joni, Gemma. And I would love to one day have it to be where like, I didn't need to explain the standard sizing behind it because Mm -hmm. someone's like, Hey, I'm going to grab an Ava or I'm going to grab a Joni. And they know that fits them, but we don't need to talk about the numerical sizing behind it. And not that there's anything wrong with numbers because the larger numbers, that's absolutely fine. But the way that society has framed the larger numbers has, I think, you know, put a lot of mental strain on people that are living Mm -hmm. in larger bodies. You can choose the model on your e-commerce website, right? (laughs) So sometimes it's like, oh, you have extra small or you have large or you have, you know, 1x, but even they're like 1x, it's like they're not even a 1x. And I know Mm. that because I've worked on these photo shoots. So they're saying, oh, this is our 1x plus size model, but she's actually like a size eight or something. And all of that is just smoke and mirrors, right? So, anyways, right now with towel, like I want to see how that goes with Ava, Joni, and Gemma. And hopefully people will resonate with that. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other brands out there that are also, there's one brand that's called Fat Towel. There's one brand that's called Really Big Towel. And like, <laughs> let's just like stay away from that and just be like, how about you just deserve a towel, period. I mean, I think there's so much power in reclaiming that, especially and in reclaiming the language around size. And like, you should just be able to walk into any store and get a towel in your size and not have it be this siloed special thing. hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I know one of the things that Old Navy got wrong with the body quality was that they were like, we're taking away the plus size section and all the sizes will be together. 
But for those of us who are trained to walk into Old Navy and try to find the plus size section, it just meant that you thought there was nothing there for you anymore. It was like this weird attempt at equality that totally backfired. Yeah. And it's really a fine line because had it been done correctly and then, you know, the instruction was there for where your sizes would be, then we would know. And, you know, that goes for other brands, I think, like Loft as well. I think, you know, I really actually loved Loft's fit. And during the pandemic, they pulled all their plus size, which was like such a shame because so many women like were really huge Loft fans, wore workwear, just everyday clothes. And they were like, oh, well, people aren't buying them. And it's like, no, maybe it's not that people aren't buying them. It's that you're not giving us access to purchase them. It's like, are they Mm -hmm. not in the store? Are you not marketing them enough? And I think that's such a big proponent as well, is that like, yeah, it needs to be a whole shift and like relearning. And I think that is going to take some time. And so I also understand and, you know, and I do identify as plus size and I shop at plus size stores. And I think ideally one day it would be amazing (laughs) where, you know, we aren't broken up into categories, but, you know, like you said, it is helpful, but there's such a fine line because it would be great to just go and buy clothing and not have to like right. sift through. It feels like the shift we need to make is for brands to be thinking, not only how do I offer bigger sizes, but really how do we show the customer that we are truly inclusive and that our clothes and products are designed with all bodies in mind. And I think that the difference is we are used to being shoved off to the plus size corner and having this kind of like second best experience or not even second best. And you need to feel centered in the brand. And then you can move towards a store where there's no like plus and straight size section. It's all together because it would be understood in all of the advertising and all of the models that get used. You would be always seeing body diversity. You would always be seeing larger bodies. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's like, you know, I think about Target and they've really upped their marketing with all bodies and that's Mm -hmm. really beautiful and that's absolutely visible to me. But then I've gone in to find the clothes and they're not there. (laughs) Nope. And I get so disappointed. And also it's like, I'm from Minnesota. I'm from Minneapolis. I'm like a big Target fan. And it's so frustrating. It's like, wow okay, so you have all these bodies of all different sizes. I'm literally looking at the ad in front of me and there's a woman who's a 5X on the ad and literally mm-hmm. you don't even have anything over an extra large. Yeah. This is a joke. <laughs> it's wild. And I do think some of that has to be because of the shift to online shopping, but it's also like, okay, they still have stores and they're telling us who they really prioritize by what sizes they put in the stores for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think the thing too is like beyond, you know, what's in the stores, it's like people don't even know that they have plus size for certain clothing categories at places like Target. Like, okay, like the viral pajamas. Everybody loves the pajamas. I don't know if you know if you have the pajamas. I don't know the pajamas. Oh my God. They're like these like soft modal comfy pajamas. I'll send you the okay. link afterwards. Okay. Thank you. And we'll put it in the transcript. Yeah, I them. Yes. They're amazing. And you know, I actually found them. I'm not really being on TikTok, although I know it was like all over TikTok. I found out later, but I found them in the store and I found them. They were like a double XL and I bought it. I squeezed into it at home and I was like, oh, 
wait a minute. And then I went online and I saw that they had all plus size online. And I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. But like, there's like this such huge component where it's like, people don't even know that you offer plus size because it's not in the store. And I get it. It's like, yes, we do shop online as well, but there's definitely a fine line with like big box companies like Target, where it's like, you haven't rolled out a campaign that says, hey, we have sizes in all these categories. So people aren't coming to you to shop for them in the first Mm -hmm. place. Oh, there's so much to do. And I'm so grateful you are working on all of this. I know it is a huge mountain to scale. So we really appreciate your efforts. All right. So we wrap up every episode with our butter segment. Mary, do you have some butter for us today? So I am a big like maker of things. I always have a craft and I've recently gotten back into ceramics. And I love it. It's like, it's a really great time for me to like go into ceramics put my phone away, especially because it's messy. So it's like, you don't want to have your stuff out anyways, but like put the phone away, just sit down, work with some clay and have it be about like the process rather than the end goal. I've made a lot of work and art over time, you know, as you know, for monetary gain and for business. And it's so nice to just find something that's creative And that I can just like hang out with other people in a space and just like get messy and make art. I love anything that helps you get off your phone and also like be in your body in a physical way. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. It's tactile. It is. And it's so much more therapeutic than I even remembered. Like the last time I done ceramics was in high school and Yeah, it's like, you know, you use your whole body when you're throwing on the wheel and when, you know, I'm doing hand building. It's just, it's really nice. Oh, I love it. And my better is actually something I was thinking about as we were talking and you were talking about, you know, the need to have something comfortable. And I was thinking like, what is the item of clothing that is most doing that for me right now? I don't have a robe I love, so I'll be waiting for your robes. Uh, but in- <laughs> oh my gosh. I will get you one. We will have to chat about that. <laughs> but in the meantime, while I'm waiting on my robe, I have this jumpsuit from Universal Standard. It's hard to find a good jumpsuit. It's really hard to find a good jumpsuit. This is the super fine French terry jumpsuit. I have it in the deep okay. sea color. And it's like so cozy and their fit is excellent. I have a hard time. I am someone who like very what women's magazines would call apple shape. Like I'm very round in the torso and then my legs Mm -hmm. are skinnier. And so I have a hard time often with jumpsuits. If they fit my middle, they're like giant in the legs. And these, because they have the jogger cuff, like are good if you have that similar kind of build. Because like the leg is actually like tapers in the right way not like a skinny jean or anything but it's just like you know but it's just fits it just fits yeah like it fits my legs that's what I'm gonna say yeah amazing amazing and all one item of clothing that fits both my waist and my legs which is something that almost never happens for me and it goes on sale quite a lot it is expensive but I got it on sale and so watch for sales I'm hoping they'll do it in some more colors because I have the deep sea and I'm like do I need the black yeah do I need well when you find something you like this is a thing actually that I've been really wanting to like talk to like the towel community about is I feel this like 
need that when I find an item of clothing that fits me, like I have to buy it in like every color because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get it again. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) totally. But sometimes it doesn't work. Like I Mm -hmm. have done that. And sometimes like the different color just doesn't hit in quite the same way. Like I think color is more important than we realize sometimes. So I've been holding back. Although if they go on super sale, I'll probably grab the black. But what I also love about it is like I'm wearing it right now in July when it's super hot and it's still like you know, because it's like blousey and roomy. Yeah. But I think it's going to transition to fall really well, too. Like, I feel like with a little denim jacket or, you know. Oh, yeah. It feels like one of those pieces, those rare transitional, like, multi-season pieces. I'm very excited about. So. Amazing. Here, and I have just sent you the link for the pajamas. They go up to 4X. Oh, um, yes. And they're just really comfy. I basically own every single style that they have. (laughs) (laughs) They have so so many cute patterns. Okay, these are going in the transcript as well. They do. (laughs) This is exciting. Well, Mary, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Please tell us. I am assuming folks are going to be clicking in droves to go pre-order towel, but tell us what we can do, how we can support your work. So you can go to wearetowel.com and also you can find us on social at wearetowel. Our pre-orders are live right now and your towels are going to be shipping this fall. So it's a little bit of a wait, but I think it's absolutely worth it. We also have shop pay, which is amazing. So if you find that something is out of your price point, you can also use shop pay to pay in installments, which I just think is really helpful. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so stay tuned. Robes are coming. And hopefully some more exciting stuff as well. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for all of us with our towels. It's going to be like the coziest thing ever. Thanks so much for listening to Burnt Toast. If you'd like to support the show, please subscribe for free in your podcast player and tell a friend about this episode and leave us a rating or review. They really help. You can also consider a paid subscription to the Burnt Toast newsletter. It's just $5 a month or $50 for the year. You get a ton of cool perks, and you keep this an ad and sponsor-free space. Find out more at virginiasoulsmith.substack.com. The Burnt Toast Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Virginia Soulsmith. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at V underscore Soulsmith. Our transcripts are edited and formatted by Corinne Fay, who runs at Plus, an Instagram account where you can buy and sell plus-size clothing. The Burnt Toast logo is by Deanna Lowe. Our theme music is by Jeff Bailey and Chris Maxwell. And Tommy Heron is our audio engineer. Thanks for listening and supporting anti-diet body liberation journalism.